listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barrack. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. Welcome and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Productivity with Holly. It is so absolutely delightful to have you here. Before I do get into the meaty part of this episode, I would just like to ask a favor of you. And that is if you are listening and you're enjoying what you're hearing, would you like to go and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts? I would be forever grateful if you did because leaving a review helps me to reach more people and when you do leave a review, I actually like to read them out on my show just like I'm about to read these couples. So from Lisa at Accounted For You, she says, love it, so helpful, super great tips and fun to listen to. Thanks, Holly. And Lisa, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. And from Elise at Blossom Heart Quilts, she says, relevant and relatable advice. Holly has such great tips and tricks to help change your mindset and get you going in an efficient and productive manner. Plus, her voice is so clear and cheery and lovely to listen to. Oh, Elise, thank you very much. That's just beautiful. So, There you go. It's a little pop for your business. If you have a business, even if you don't, I would still gladly read it out because I love to share the love. And I also just want to say thank you so very much because just last week, Productivity with Holly landed at number 233 in the Australian entrepreneurial category for Apple Podcasts. So, Thank you so much to make it into the top 250 of Australian entrepreneurial podcast category is just phenomenal. Like it's, it's speechless. It's making me speechless. So thank you so much because I've only been doing productivity with Holly for, um, a short while now. Um, it launched in October of 2020 and, within less than two months, I've already charted in a particular category. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so very much. Now, today I am speaking with Kasha Burke. Kasha is a life path slash past life interpreter and spiritual business mentor, as well as a mum and a wife. And today we're talking about slowing down and productivity. So if you're ready, let's go. Welcome so much to Productivity with Ollie. I am so delighted to have you here. How are you today? I am really, really good. Thanks for having me, Holly. Oh, it's just wonderful to be talking with you. So, Cassia, let's just get straight into it. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what you love? Uh, of course, yes. So, I do past life readings. And I channel for my clients sort of their soul's blueprint. So like why they're here, what the, what the lessons are that they want to learn, where their soul originated from. And in that, I guess I help them 
understand why they are the way they are, why maybe they keep repeating certain patterns. I sort of help them understand their limiting beliefs or stories that they've held on to. Often it goes back to past life wounds. So I channel that home, I guess, a life path and reveler or spirit interpreter. I love both. <laughs> wow, that is, I'm just got goosebumps and chills. It sounds <laughs> amazing absolutely amazing and is there anybody else at home with you kids husband yes I have three kids little little three-year-old uh eight-year-old boy and uh my golden boy and a 12-year-old girl I've got a husband yes he is a yogi as well um well I shouldn't say as well because I'm not really yogi he is really yogi and we have a puppy now. Oh, we have guinea pigs, but we have a puppy now as well, a little baby chihuahua. And yes, so he's, our family is complete. Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> and I can't believe that the kids are so grown up. I know. That's I just know. crazy. I know. <sighs> Time goes by so quick, doesn't it? It does. It really, really does. Now, we are here today to talk about time. So, Let's talk about how everybody on this planet is different and how their time is so different. So what have you found works best for you in order to fulfill your day? Where do I start? I used to be a night owl. I used to stay up till late. And then the next day, especially if you have children, I found that yeah, when they come, they wake you up and they're like ready to start the day. I felt like I was thrown into the day. I didn't know what was happening. So last year we were in Vietnam and there was this beautiful lady who uh, was chained to my husband because he's a yogi, she's a yogi. And she was telling me about meditation, which my husband was trying to get me to do for the longest time. But she was basically, she gets up every morning at 4 a.m. and meditates for an hour. And so she said, you know what, just start with five minutes a day. So I started doing that and very quickly I've discovered like I had to increase the time. So now what I started doing late last year is I get up at 4.30 in the morning and meditate for a good half hour to an hour. I journal so I journal, I set my intentions for the day and I do all that before I even touch my phone. So I have this little saying, um, uh, contribute before consume. So before I go on social media and start looking at what's been happening, what did I miss out on, you know, um, I like to basically see if I have to do a post, I will do a post, but mostly it's getting my Myself set up for the day as in like I, I set intentions. How do I want to feel? How do I want to, you know, tackle the world today? And um, it's really become very apparent to me that this kind of practice is so important for us because when we wake up, our brains are like little sponges, like newborns, right? And they absorb so much. So what I what was happening, what possibly is happening to a lot of us who have this reflex of grabbing our phone first thing in the morning is whether it's an email that, that, you know, someone wants something, you know, whether it's social media, maybe you saw someone doing something and it triggers you, it, it, it gets consumed by your brain. And then during the day, you 
you feel, you know, maybe a little bit triggered, a little bit agitated, a little bit annoyed, you know, kids all of a sudden annoying you. And it's not really kids. It's not really this thing that happened. When you trace it back, it's just that you've set the tone for the day, you know, by starting with triggers, social media triggers. And I know you and I are such great lovers of social media. <laughs> if we didn't have to, we wouldn't be on them. But, you know, it's, it, it, there's so many good benefits in it, right? But um, you got to have a good relationship with social media and you can't allow social media or anything that, you, you know, you're finding your phone to dictate how you will feel about your day. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and I really love your saying contribute before consume that just really, really makes me stop in my tracks. It stops my thoughts in their tracks and it just makes me think like, okay. And I know that I do. So on my, on my bedside table, I've got my um, drink bottle and I've got my phone because my phone is my alarm. I don't have an alarm clock. And I should, instead of reaching for my phone, I should be reaching for my drink bottle to drink first. And I have this thing where I'm like, okay, drink water as if you're going to donate, uh, not donate blood, but like as if you're going to have to go and um, give a blood sample. Mm. So that's, that's what I keep trying to tell myself. And I don't know why, but for some, I actually know it was moving house and my whole routine and everything got thrown into chaos and not everything is, is the way that I want it. And and I, I know myself that I'm going to bed later at night at the moment and I'm still waking up at the same time and I'm reaching for that phone so that I can like, okay, what do I have? And I'm, I'm just business hat on straight away. What messages do I need to respond to? And I'm not going to lie. Like, like I said, everybody on this planet is different. And I know that getting up at four, four thirty for me is not a viable option. <laughs> um, even if I was in bed at nine 30, um, I know that like I'm more of a five thirty, six o'clock person and I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to go for walks and things like that now that it's a bit more easier, but yeah, but, but still the first thing I'm doing is I'm going for that phone instead of reaching for my drink bottle and just taking that moment to think about, okay, like you said, setting intentions for the day. What is it that I want to achieve from the day? I mean, the night, night before I do write out my list of things that I need to do for work. Um, but to, to be honest, and I've never actually said this to anybody, I only have lists on the days that I work because my other days, I want them to just kind of ebb and flow um, and, and just be easy. Like, even though lists make my life easy, you know, let's be honest when you've got children and yes, I've only got one, but you can write a list of the cows come home and things don't always go to plan. I have the list because my daughter is at daycare three days a week. And I'm like, right, I know that I can actually be a bit more regimented with my time, um, because that's how I like to operate. And so, you know, like I said, reaching for that phone, particularly on my days off when she's around, I'm just like, well, I am, I'm setting myself up for things that I don't necessarily want to do. Like it's my day off. Why am I checking my Instagram DMs? Like I don't have work emails on my phone so that I can set that boundary. So why would I 
just automatically pick up the phone and look at Instagram. Well, it's really interesting. What I love though about you is that you said you have your your to-do list on days that you work and no to-do list on the days that you don't because do you know what? I am now a really firm believer in rituals and transition to transition from one to the other. On the days when you work, you are the productivity coach, right? So you have your schedule, you've got your to-do list. But on the days when you don't, you know, not having those uh, to-do lists, it's almost like you're telling your brain, okay, we're now kicking back. This is leisure. Now. This is mum head goes on, wife head goes on, you know, that's what we are. And I love that because that is, you know, in a way that ritual, right? That mm-hmm. ritual that sort of separates work time from, because it's very easy for work time to tinkle into personal life, right? Absolutely. It is. It really is. And People tell me that I'm so disciplined for not working on my days off. I'm like, yeah, because if I don't, I will just end up sitting at my computer and there will be tugs at my top. Mum, mum, come play with me. Mum, mum, do this or, you know, the housework. I mean, yeah, my house looks like it looks terrible at the moment because we've still got just that few last few things to do from moving. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'll still get to it. Yeah. And it's not going anywhere. And I'm just, but once upon a time, this would have given me, it just would have been such a source of anxiety. And, you know, it's, it's about recognizing those triggers. And like you said, the, the transition and giving myself the space to, to just be on my days off and to, to wear my mum hat to lay in my pajamas all day. Um, you know, like just, yeah. yeah and just be okay with it. And and that's and and also I just wanted to stay even with reaching for the phone because that was me, and if I still uh, have a day off, that can still be me. But I have very intentional evening routines as well, and mm-hmm. I feel what worked for me is putting a post-it note on my bedside, you know, on the bottle that actually says journal, meditate journal, right? Um, I I do very short to-do lists, but I feel like if I do that in the evening and I set this reminder, then, you know, I'm less likely to reach for the phone. Mm-hmm. But if I do, it's okay. You know what? That's fine. Let's not be too hard on ourselves because when you get hard on yourself and then you feel guilty about feeling bad about that and then you feel bad about feeling bad about feeling back and that's a whole nother beast, right? Yes. Oh, I love that you've just said that because... I do, we, we put far too much pressure on ourselves to we should be doing this or we should be doing that when in actual fact it's just we're doing the best that we absolutely can. And, yes, of course, there is definitely room for improvement in everybody's life. Um, I know that I have got miles and miles of improvement to do in my life, but we can also only really focus on one thing at a time. Like I know that as women, we can do lots, but it's also about recognizing when to step back and just go, okay, I'm doing too much. And you know what, but what one thing can I do just even in tiny steps to help make that necessary change? Yeah. And to me, from where I'm sitting, you look so productive and super organized that I would I would be like really 
really? He still has so far to go. I, I, it's just, it looks beautiful on your Instagram and stuff. And it feels very inspiring and very, um, you make it look very effortless. Productivity doesn't have to be this something difficult, right? You make it, so I love that. I love that you make it very achievable. Oh, thank you. And that's the thing. I don't want, people are scared of the words productivity, organization and planning. And that's something that I do find all the time. And I'm just, for me, they are easy. They are inherent qualities and skills that I have always had. So for me, it is effortless, but I also want people to realize that you know, like my level of organization and productivity is not what is going to be best for them as well. You know, it's about finding the right methods and systems that work for each individual person because like, um, you know, the, the saying one man's trash is another man's treasure. And it's kind of the same here is that, you know, what works for me doesn't work for you, but you know, there, there's, there's like a happy, happy medium in there. And, it's just about, I don't want to say it's about reducing overwhelm, even though it is, but the last thing I want people to feel is overwhelmed um, or the last thing I want them to feel is a sense of overwhelm when they're trying to be planned and organised. If it's not something that comes naturally to you, then, you know, don't do, you know, 15 calendars or whatever, you know, just have one thing if you don't do paper and pen don't do it do electronic or vice versa you know it's just it's really about finding that balance like with everything in life and I just think that if I can help somebody even just a little bit then I'm doing what I was put on this earth to do and that's pretty much it I love that thank you so Bring it back because we have kind of gone a little bit off, but I've loved the way that we have discussed this. Um, so, Cassia, can you tell us how your fulfilment relates directly to productivity? I guess we've kind of already covered it, but maybe just go into it a little bit more. Okay. I don't work well under set routine. I've noticed this. Whenever I worked for an employer and I was like, why do I dislike clients? Why am I like here, but I feel like I'm being tortured? So I thought, oh, God, I must be really lazy or terrible. But then I've discovered since um, I started working for myself that I'm actually really good with customers. I love my clients. I would bend backwards for them. I am really productive. It's just that I don't work well to a set routine. Mm -hmm. But I still need structure. And obviously my structure is dictated a lot by kids because – I like to think that the reason I'm doing this is because of my kids. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to feel like I can't do my work because of my kids because they're the, the, the very, very big reason why, you know, why I, why you are doing what you're doing. And so I always make sure that um, I'm flexible to, you know, if I need to do early pickup, if someone needs to stay home, I don't ever want to be like, oh, who's going to look after my kids because I've got to do something. And I am lucky that my clients understand this. Mm -hmm. um, they are. And it's not like it happens often, but they understand how I work. And at the same time, I give them this sort of time. Like, So I work with clients one-on-one -on -one and they have access to me daily. 
and we used to sort of app I don't know if you're familiar probably you would boxer boxer yes that's what yeah. I use too yes yeah. and I know every coach is different and you know whatever works for everyone you know I feel like balance is such a relative word right like everyone mm-hmm. will interpret it differently and I know some uh, coaches are very specific about their time I am you know like you know you can message me daily um, I will check it. I will check it even at 6 p.m. If I check it, I will answer. If I can't answer it, you know, sometimes because it's something I need to tune into, I say give me 24 hours. So they know whether it's weekend or not. They can message me. Whether mm-hmm. I'll get to them on the weekend or not will just depend on what we're doing. But yeah. for me, that works and my clients appreciate it. But in return, I go like, look, if I need to cancel something, they will understand. Mm-hmm. My kids are a little bit older, so it doesn't really happen so much, but I like to know that that's there. Um, but also I feel that having a really good morning routine and evening routine, I guess the evening routine is probably more so you get a really good morning routine in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that really sets the tone for my day. Um, for me, meditation and grounding is like Every day I have to meditate. If I don't meditate once, the, like at least once a day, I, oh my gosh, the day feels really like I am just all over the place. I can't concentrate. So for me, meditation is the one thing that wherever we are, whatever we're doing, I need to have at least that one meditation in. Because I work a lot with energy, I don't work with tangible stuff. So um, grounding is really important to me. And... Anything like where I need to absorb knowledge, whether it's through a book or a course or a podcast, I do that when I'm doing the tedious jobs, you know, the cleaning, the washing. That's when I do it, which I know a lot of sort of, um, including my husband, a lot of yogis will say that is probably the time you can spend on being intentional, present and meditate. But because I am already meditating, I feel like that's all right. That's going to be my education time. That's when I learn. Yeah, no, that was great. That was wonderful. And I know for myself, so I, I don't know if it's a story that I'm telling myself or if I genuinely can't do it, but I've tried traditional meditation and I've tried guided meditation, but I just find that I cannot turn my brain off. It just does not turn off. (laughs) But what I do find, um, so my meditation is coloring. So, and just immersing myself in an image. And so at the moment, um, I'm not actually coloring by hand. I'm doing a color by numbers on my phone. And again, it's digital, but I'm still losing myself in the colors. But I'm also starting to realize that, yes, I'm doing it out of habit, but I'm also just like, okay, well, I've just got, I've got to get this picture done. I've got to get this picture done rather than actually sitting there and admiring what I'm doing. So I'm like, right, I definitely need to get my coloring books and my pencils and my textures and, you know, all of the things out again. And I find my eye when I go to the supermarket and I'll I'll find myself in the magazine aisle and I'll be looking at the coloring books. And I'm like, no, I have got so many at home on my bookshelf that I, you know, that I've either bought across the years or I've been gifted because people know that and my husband in particular, that he knows that that, that's what I like to do. And that's how I, you know, relax and calm down. So I think that now I'm getting to that stage where, right, I need to just put, you know, I still want to do the digital one, but I will just do one a day and 
that's it's what I that's what I do in bed to unwind um, because I can do it you know sort of in about five to ten minutes. I don't need lights on. My husband isn't a fan of the lamps being on once we're in the bedroom, but we both are there on our phones with the blue light filters and whatever. Um, <laughs> so you know, so I do my color my coloring and then I put my phone down and I go off to sleep. But I think that I'm I'm ready now to actually get get the the tangible the physical books back out and to just start to do my form of meditation again so if if you are like me listening out there and you find that a traditional meditation um or even a guided meditation isn't working for you there are other things that you can do to help you to to calm down and and unwind and and for me it's coloring because I'm it's just me and the pages and the color and I just I feel so much even just talking about it now I can feel how much calmer I am and I I know that even though I've got work to do I want to just run off and get all of my books out and color absolutely and you know really Holly meditation is really just a way to focus and be present so when I teach my clients when I talk about they know I'm bang on about meditation but it's just allow giving some space and time to just be silent quiet present so often I say if you can't meditate and by the way monkey brain is so common and it gets worse when you go like oh again I'm thinking about this when I should be meditating right because it's that whole feeling bad about feeling bad but I always say you know what when you're folding the washing when you're making your bed you know when you're brushing teeth don't listen to anything then maybe don't be distracted just focus on what you're doing pay attention take in like how it feels to brush your teeth because you know we often just quickly brush and then we're out the door you know, when you're shaking the sheets, are like colouring, right? You sit in it and you let your mind go. And that is absolutely a, a great way to meditate. So meditation doesn't have to be in that yoga position at hum, you know. Yeah. At all, at all. No, absolutely. And I'm so glad that you've been able to discuss that monkey brain because that is exactly how <laughs> it is. Now, Cassia, before we wrap things up, what is your number one productivity tip? shorter to-do list uh, and I know I've shared this with you Holly uh, before we went live but I do three to five things on my list anything else that I feel like okay it's not as urgent like washing I put it as my bonus and if I get to it great there goes the brownie point then I do a to-do list for the universe so especially if you're trying to manifest stuff I just do that as well what, what do I want the universe to do uh, so short to do list. Don't feel bad if something doesn't. If you wake up and you reach for the phone when you told yourself you don't want to, you know, um, because again that will make you feel bad. That will be a whole nother vortex. You don't need that. Just accept. You know what? Tomorrow I'll try again. And I have this favorite thing that one of my spiritual teachers taught me. Um, when we're trying to tackle something, whether it's a big job, whether it's a quest, whether it's something. And you kind of get a little bit overwhelmed. Just go. And it could be like, let's say, for example, I want to drink more water for the next five, seven days, right? Just write on your post-it note in the morning, 
just for today, I'm going to drink more water. And just have that and just focus on that one day. What do you need to do today? What what are you going to do today? Don't worry about the whole thing that you're trying to accomplish. Just focus on one day at a time. And that has worked really well for me. I love that. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Thank you for sharing that. And lastly, where can we find you? Well, um, I am on the social media that we don't like. (laughs) That we don't like. Um, Yes, but I do my best to be present there um, because, you know, Facebook and Messenger and all that won't allow otherwise. they will be buzz and bing. So Instagram and Facebook, I'm Kasha Burke. I am kashaburke.com. I think that's pretty much it. That's anyway on Facebook. If you type in my name, which is, you know, if you're Polish, it's not unusual. But um, <laughs> if you type in Kasha Burke, you will find me somewhere. Yes. No, absolutely. And all of your links will be included in the show notes later on as well. So it's been absolutely wonderful to have you here. Um, Cinque. So for those of you who don't know, my husband's family are Polish and Kasia is Polish. So I do know, like, just, you know. I love that, Holly. A little bit. threw that in. (laughs) Um, But, yes, um, thank you again so much for being here with me. So, everybody, what I did just say was thank you in Polish. Kasia, thank you so much. It has been an absolute delight to have you here and I cannot wait for everybody to just start to relax and unwind and meditate in their own special way and to say goodbye to that monkey brain. Yeah, that would be amazing. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate it. It was lovely. Anytime. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. That is Polish for thank you. My husband's family are Polish, so I do know, like, you know, enough to get me by. But now my key takeaways from chatting with Kasia. So Kasia starts her day at 4.30 a.m. and she'll meditate for 40 to, uh, sorry, 30 to 60 minutes. She'll journal, she'll set her intentions for the day all before she reaches for her phone. Kasia's mantra is contribute before consume and I really love that it's it's beautiful because um you know our actions set the tone for our day another thing that Kasha uh focused on was that after I acknowledge that I only have lists for the days that I work Kasha was able to recognize that not having those to-do lists on our days off is our way of telling ourselves that our hats are changing. It's the ritual of separating work from life. And I love that. It's so very true. Another thing is not to feel bad if we do reach for our phone. We put far too much pressure on ourselves and society places pressure on society uh, saying that we should be doing this and we should be doing that. But when it all comes down to it is that we are doing the very best that we absolutely can. Kasha says she doesn't work well under a set routine, but she still likes structure, which is set around her kids' needs. So it's all about finding that balance, which is such a relative word, and everyone interprets balance differently. She also says that having a good evening routine helps to set up for that good morning routine. And on meditation, meditation is a way to 
focus and be present. It's a way of turning off that monkey brain. So even if when you're brushing your teeth, you're just tuning in to what it feels like to brush your teeth, that is meditation. Nakasha's number one productivity tip is short to-do lists, three to five things on the list plus a bonus and then a to-do list for the universe. So manifestation, whatever it is that you want from the universe and a saying on a post-it note just for today. So just for today, I will drink eight glasses of water. Just for today, I will go for a walk. Just for today, I will answer emails. So just don't worry about the whole picture. Just do it one day at a time. So Kasha, thank you so very much for being here with us today. Now to find out more about Kasha's work, head to Instagram at Kasha Burke. That's K-A-S-I-A-B-O-U-R-K-E. And that wraps up this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you would like productivity and podcast goodness delivered to your inbox, head on over to www.maydayva.com.au. If you're on a computer, pop your details in the pop-up when it appears. If you are on mobile, scroll down a little bit to find it on the page and enter your details. If you would like to book in for one-on-one coaching, you can head to the coaching section or the brand new shop on my website and uh, book in that way. If you want to know what I get up to in between recording episodes or maybe even see me recording an episode, come and catch me over on Instagram. Just search for Mayday VA. And just letting you know that the Organized Biz Village will be opening again very soon in 2021. So if you would like to pop your name on the wait list, head to organizedbizvillage.com.au to get the updates. Take care, stay safe, and I look forward to your company next time. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps to build the like, know and trust factor and helps me to reach more people. To find out more about how I can help you maximize productivity in your business, head to www.maydayva.com.au. And if you'd like to see what I'm up to on a more regular basis, come on over and join me on Instagram. You can find me at MaydayVA. Thanks again for letting me share this time with you today. I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.